Welcome to the A-Star Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the ASAP podcast. My good friend Sufyan. How are you, Sufyan? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you, doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, like, how how are you? How how are you coping so far? Like the pandemic and everything. Like, what what, what are you up to? Um, nowadays, like since we're in lockdown, I've just been at home, not really going outside anywhere except for maybe shopping for essentials. But most of the time, I'm just at home. You know. Um, working, working on myself. Um, mm, revising, like, I'm guessing yeah. a lot of revision. Um, till, um, yeah, some coursework as well. Working on my coursework early so that I can get a head start. You know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna um, stack help at, until the end and then leave it last minute. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, is your B Tech still going on? Have you heard anything about um, so, it being cancelled? Um, so what happened was. When the government announced that GCSE and A levels were cancelled, mm. us BTEC um, us BTEC groups were kind of in, in an unfair part of the situation because how we why would we have to revise and come into school when there's a lockdown and the method is to stay at home, right? So we were, yeah, yeah. We were kind of we were kind of frustrated with this, and then so we emailed um so we emailed our uh, deputy head, and then we told him that oh because of this. Um, because of the lockdown, why should we BTEC ones have to come into school and that's unfair mm. for us. So um, the government later, a week later, they decided that schools and colleges will be given the decision to allow BTEC exams or um, BTEC exams or not. And so our school gave us the option to like do it if you want to, if you personally feel, if, you, if you're mentally fit and physically fit to be able to do it. Mm. But if you don't feel like this and you're like, you don't feel like you've revised well enough, then you can um, defer it to another date. And if that date is not, uh, if that date can't take place as well because of lockdown, um, then they would have to predict it for us. So I, I was revising, I was revising constantly throughout um, the holiday, even before lockdown was announced. So mm. I thought, because I've been revising, I might as well just take it because uh, the information is new to me. So I went and took it and um, I didn't expect many people to come and take it, honestly. Um, Wait, when did you take it again? Um, the first week, no, the first week of January, yeah. The first week of January, uh, my last exam, so I had four exams, I had to come to school four times, and the last um, exam was on the 17th, 17th, I, I believe, yeah, 17th. Uh, and how many people do you say came? So our class consisted of 15 people, and 13 people came. So the 13 how many people, people came? came. 13. 13. So, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect many people to come, honestly. So do you think it went well? Yeah, I believe it went well. I believe it went well. It's because um, I thought most of the stuff that I write for came up in the exam. So for me, personally, I found it well. I found it well. Yeah. Do you, is, it, is, it, is it completely different to GCSEs? Is it, like, totally different? Yeah, I would I would say that because um as you progress the detail gets um there's more detail in the work you do and uh, more content. The content is varied more than GCSE now. 
it's varied plus you're in depth for each content as well so you've got to be focusing on each topic um you've mm. got to put each topic more than you would do in GCSE if, if you know what i mean um and yeah so i found i found biology the easiest topic probably because i revised about the most mm, and yeah personally i found biology the easiest are you allowed um are you allowed uh like help any form of help like revision to bring into the exam um because they're talking about that you can bring some form formulas into the exam you can bring some notes into the exam are you uh, are you allowed to do that or um, not so not really because um for example physics has a lot of equations right so we've had um yeah. we've had at the back of the paper exam paper and uh, that was kind of helpful because you didn't really have to revise the equations much but what happened was um before we taking the exam we we were tested for covid so each one of us um had to line up and then we were tested and we had to wait a couple of minutes for our results to come back and if it was invalid then we would have to take the test again make mm. to make sure test is valid and the results are valid so we took our test and um everyone was negative thankfully and uh, thankfully yeah uh, imagine and then we went back to our classes and we were waiting for others to come back others to come back and um get their results so in the meanwhile while people were coming back we were revising we were making most of the time by revising and uh, but in the last week of the exam they changed it up a bit so instead of having to wait to get your results they would you would have to do the test and then um you have to sign up on the NHS website that you've done the test and they would NHS would um text you telling you if you have tested positive or if you have tested negative so they changed it up a bit and um i think that's easier because instead of waiting you can go and mm. just arrive you know what i mean yeah so is did the teachers um conduct the tests um or do you have like medical professions professionals coming like doctors or oh, something we had we had um the medical people coming in i think um they were frontline nhs workers so they oh, came okay. in um they gave us a, a stick a swab to, to um test ourselves so they didn't uh, physically uh, do it for us they gave us the stick and then we did it ourselves and then we gave them the stick back and they would um, just check to see if it was positive or negative uh, uh, yeah that, that's that's crazy really like how the world has changed you have to now do like tests yeah. before you go into your exams and everything was was the layout different anyway like uh, you had to sit t- like many tables so apart So we had um okay for the testing there was a cubicle for each person to be tested and there were around four teachers on sorry four professionals on each side of the cubicle and mm. um for the for the exam layout it was as it was as any exam but it was 2 meters distance between um each person so they, we missed out a table and we sat uh, on the designated table so we missed out a table between and oh, yeah. we sat okay. on the um yeah man so crazy how the world is right now you know honestly living under these circumstances where we have to wear masks just to make sure that others are safe and that we are safe as well and uh, oh yeah any exams that you have to wear masks or were you allowed to take them off i'm assuming you were yeah. allowed to take them off right we had to wear no, we had to wear the mask we had to wear the mask in the exam itself in the exam itself it was kind of frustrating because you yeah. saw like the room was kind of getting hotter yeah but, imagine in that long hall yeah times that it was humid i'll just um lower my mask a bit for a few seconds and then just put it back on yeah 
and like the stress and everything of having to complete this and you've got your mask on yes that's crazy it's crazy yeah have you have you also heard about um because we'll hopefully maybe going back on the 8th of may um not may march march yeah and they're like easing lockdown and everything do you think that should happen do you think do you think we should have a more uh, of a lockdown or do you think we should go back to um college before easter or sixth form what, what do you think about that honestly i think we should carry on with our online lessons to be honest because if exams are cancelled exams are cancelled what's the point of coming into school because uh people would come into school to prepare for the final exams right like each lesson is building up to your preparation for the final exam so what's the point of coming to school honestly i i, I think just um do what they're doing right now stay at home um do your lesson from home because why just put the risk of your families in danger mm-hmm. why put the risk of staff or contracting virus if many students from different houses from different areas of um of the city or the place where they live are coming in to school you know because the rule like uh, for homes or you can't mix around with ha- people from six different houses right but yeah. in the class have 30 people from everyone and everyone's in a different household so that just yeah, it's quite claustrophobic in a way yeah yeah well um, yeah i well i yeah I, I think i think in a way uh because I, I feel like going back to school is beneficial because looking at the computer screen is actually so detrimental because i've just bought some blue um what they call some blue glasses and which protect the blue glare from your eyes and it's helped because i used to get a lot of migraines uh but i think if we do go back we should possibly go back after the easter half term because by the time we go back on the 8th of may i mean 8th of march it'll it'll be so quick until we actually go for another break another holiday for the easter so i think we should possibly stick on to online lessons until easter and then we should possibly, instead of all going back at once, we should like stagger it. So for my sake, my college should be the first years going in for a few weeks and then second years or alternate weeks, if you get me. Or for example, yeah. like with you lot, I'm guessing possibly like years, year sevens and year thirteens, or I don't know, but I don't think we all should go back. Like, as you said, like the amount of students that, Right, go into school is just and then spread if they have COVID, spread it to all these different students and even the teachers. Yes, um, there's less of a chance of us possibly dying, but then passing it on to other people, there's more of a chance because apparently, recently, I saw in the news or something on my phone that there's a vast increase in younger people getting the virus recently as the vaccination has been injecting to older people. So I, yeah, I think we should just wait a longer until we actually vaccinate more and more people until it's safe and we can confidently say we can go back to um, college because it's too early, I think. I think it's too early. Yeah, yeah. I've also heard um, that, you know, most uh, patients in the hospital right now are in the adolescent groups, adolescent to teenage groups, and that's a bit worrying yeah. to have to return to school after seeing figures like those. So honestly, I don't think... I think, yeah, you have a point as well because seeing your screen for a long time could just, uh, you know, possibly bore you and, like, um, ruin your work ethic as well, you know, honestly. Because exactly, um, working, yeah. working physically, working practically is more beneficial for you as you're moving around, you're staying active, 
and your your staying focused. But on a screen, you can just wander off any time. You could lose focus any time. You know, honestly, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but for I, me, I agree. I'm sorry. Yeah, carry on, carry on. I was just saying, yeah, same thing. Like, um, maybe start opening up schools after the half term. Not not now because you're coming now, and then you probably just have like a one month, um, uh, one month learning time, and then go back to um, a two week holiday, which is kind of just frustrating as well. Yeah, and for me, if I do go back on the eighth of March, I have to take a train and all that lot, and and it's just it's more of a risk when you have to take a train and people are starting to go back to work maybe. And it's, it's yeah, it's, it's quite dangerous still. Um, but yeah, as you say, I think after our, after our term, not now, because I still think, I still think it's too early. Um, yeah, we need the economy to get back on all that lot, but lives are more important. And once we actually lower our um, cases a lot, a lot lower, because did you hear about, um, was it New Zealand or Australia or both? had like a week lockdown just because they had three cases or, or two or one case of COVID in their country. That's yeah, I believe it was New how Zealand, low like, they got. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what this country should have done as well. Like, lockdown borders immediately as soon as cases started building up because delaying it possibly could have resulted in that many amounts of deaths. Like, you know how we were hitting, in the first lockdown, we were hitting 800, 900 figures of deaths every day, right? And now yeah. it's even worse. Well, like I'm, I'm sure that borders aren't fully complete here as well. Sorry, fully shut down here as well, which is kind of yeah. It still, still must be open. Um, and not yeah, because have they? I believe they have started um, forcefully making people and mandatory making people go to hotels, right? Already, yeah, that's it. Those going to hotels, they have to pay um, around thousand, thousand and fifty pounds, if I'm sure which is kind of foolish in my opinion because you're basically paying to have your life protected, you know? And that's kind of kind of dumb for me. Like, in my opinion, I just find that kind of dumb and um, mm. unreasonable. I think it's, so I you think, think, think... You think who... You know, government should pay? Hotels should pay? What, what do you think about? I think... Um, I think hotels should pay right now and then the government pays them back after, after the situation finishes, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because for example, you have like youngsters going off to see parents or family members abroad. Coming back, do they have to stay in hotel alone? Like, have they thought about like a child going coming back? You know, um, yeah. Because how are they going to pay for it? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's 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 a hard it's a hard thing to think about really, and uh, to decide on. Yeah. This um, pandemic lasts for. Sorry, how long does do you think? Do I think the pandemic will last for? Yeah. Well, it's hard, really, because if, for example, the United Kingdom finally lowers its cases to at least ten, you will still have other countries which have hundreds of cases, and it can still come back to us, and we can have another um, outburst. Um, so I think if, if it officially like goes away, I think it'll take years. I think it'll take years, but I just hope, fingers crossed by September, things will get back to normal because we'll be going to university and I want university to be like it was a few years ago. I don't want to be going online lessons 
paying 9,000 quid just for online lessons. I don't want that. Like, what do you think? What, what do you think about all your university situation? Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, the universities right now for those attending should be exponentially reduced because yeah. paying £9,000 to study in a screen, on, on a screen in front of you is just, just um, kind ridiculous. of saying, I'm saying it's ridiculous as well, yeah. Because you're, you've initially paid at £9,000 expecting you to go and study in person with uh, your professors, your lecturers, and, and then because of the pandemic, you end up having to study behind screens and surely, surely the price of that should be reduced because 9,000 is just ridiculous for studying in, uh, behind screens. Yeah, some students haven't even seen their uh, university dorms and they're paying for it. It's, it's actually exactly. stupid. Like the other day, um, I got a call from a student uh, from the University of Reading and um, I, I asked her like, if she's attended if she's attended um, her university in person and it's the first year and she said she hasn't attended, all her lessons have been online, which is kind of upsetting because like, uh, possibly, I mean, upsetting for some, I mean, most people would be excited to attend university, right? Like in person. Yeah. And yeah. then kind of not getting the experience that she wanted is kind of sad maybe. And, uh, no fresh is fair, no, nothing like that. We're living in like, um, the fear of like, oh, what if our, um, what if the pandemic, well, sorry, what if, uh, the virus returns as badly as this one? And then we are having to stay, um, kind of screen as well during our lessons and paying £9,000, which is, which is ridiculous. It's almost a new norm. My class, um, my college, we were talking about how, what are the actual benefits and what should we keep about online? And because there are some benefits and there are some negatives, as we've talked about, like some benefits of you can actually access your teachers somewhat easier because you can just email or call them via Microsoft Teams or Google Meet. In that um, aspect, it is much easier. Uh, yeah, but I think we, I, I just hope we get back to normal because um, if, we keep, if, if we go to university not knowing anyone and do online lessons, it will be much harder to socialise. It would be, yeah, yeah it would be, if it'll be you, in the second year, it'll probably be like the first year. Um, if I was thinking, if this carries on, I might want to defer a year. Um, that's what I was thinking about. Um, what do you think? Like, if this carried on in September, we had the same amount of cases and they were saying, well, we're going to be um, going online for the first few months. What would you think um, about that? Oh, that, that is kind of tough to decide because um, obviously deferring has its um, disadvantage as well because you've been, you'll be missing out a year and then you could have probably gone into employment a year earlier, right? That's but, what I was thinking. Yeah, you could have um, done a work experience or something like that. Um, in the meantime, the thing like, um, I mean, I would, mm, I wouldn't defer it if they um, exponentially reduce the fees of um, our of, of uni fees. But if they keep it as nine thousand, then oh man, I'm I'm deferring that. I'm deferring that because I don't want to be paying nine thousand pounds just to sit behind the screen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They. Sh- they need to reduce it, yeah, they need to reduce it because us youngsters, some people can't even pay for that amount. Like, it, it'll be, it is such a struggle and, I, yeah, they should do something about it um, yeah. because we've, we've got our own laptops. We don't need to pay 9000 a year. That's just, 
that is that that's horrible. that's stupid stupid um but yeah um so have you done any preparation for university has any anything other than talking to students from the university um anything else happened you've gone to like um, online open days or anything oh um, i'm booked for an online open day at, uh i believe it's the university of Hertfordshire on the 20th of february um on a virtual yeah. online open day so i'm attending that and uh that's the one i've got so far and then oxford bricks as well um i have a virtual day as well in place i believe it's a week after the Hertfordshire one so there's two so far um they're probably gonna attend well, I, sh- I should have um got an email about oxford brooks one i need to look into that um yeah i got one for leeds i attended like a oh it was it was not an open day but it was about like a, a course day where they talked about the course which was actually really cool and in my in another university i think it was bournemouth uh the head of department actually sent apparently personal messages to each and every one of us I don't believe that's true. I think you just sent it all off at once and then said, well, this is your personal message. It's not, I don't think. Because that, that's, you know, he would, they would not do that. They're just making us feel special. Um, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still quite, um, I kind of, I kind of know what universities or where I want to go. But because of this uncertainty we still have with exams and everything, I'm 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 thinking of going to one university with lower grades when I'm thinking of should I actually reach for the top university? Um I, I just don't know. I just don't know. So do you think that um okay, for me personally, my of my um reasoning, my reasoning would be to go to a university that's close to him. Um which is not as in, like, very close, like, oh, it's just a bus ride away. Possibly, like, somewhere around the outskirts of London, maybe. So that I get to have a feel what uh, uni life is like outside of London. But at the same time... You're still close. Away. Yeah, yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Do you think you would want to go to a university outside outside London? Or, um, well, uh, well, with my universities I've already picked, only one is in London. Um, I was thinking of many more, but I couldn't really find a good university in London which did a course that I liked um, from, from what I think. Uh, I did have University of Arts London, which is quite a good university for the course I want to do. But yet again, I might, I kind of still want to go outside of London because sometimes I'm just fed up of London. Uh, so I could go as far as Leeds or I could go down south to Bournemouth. I, I think I agree with you what, with what you're saying um, because I was thinking of actually applying to um, St Mary's, which is not that far from us, and yeah. in Twickenham. And I go to Twickenham quite a lot, and I feel like if I just go to St Mary's, it's it won't be really that exciting because I've been to the area so much that it's nothing new. So I'm thinking if I go to Leeds, it will be a whole new experience, and it will do me it'll help me for the better um just making me grow up more and um just understand more about life and and adulthood but i i agree i agree um i'm still thinking about that it's it's quite a hard choice yeah um what do you think uh of the champions league right now 
who do you think progresses? Who do you think stays behind? Football, eh? Um, wow, well, let's. Uh, well, uh, I think. Well, I've, I've been re- I've been watching um, Juventus and um, Porto yesterday. Uh, anything you know could happen I think possibly Porto will get through um, because Juventus I don't know Porto looks so strong Uh, (laughs) and Barcelona against PSG I watched that game you probably I think you did as well that was it was a good game it was such a good game Um, Mbappe and everything he was so strong yeah like his his, his goals his hat trick oh yeah, that was good. Um, but I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, I think um, you know, I don't think Barcelona makes a comeback in the second leg. I think they're out. Uh, but you know, like since we're Chelsea supporters, I have a small glimmer of hope that Chelsea can be Electro since um, we've signed. Um, sorry, since we're under I'm the manager right now, because under Frank Lampard's manager, I I just thought we weren't gonna get through the round of sixteen against. Atletico, which is such a strong team as well. But since um, we've got Thomas to show and how we've been, how we haven't even lost the game yet and how we've been... Yeah, our new manager, he's, he's looks strong. Yeah, he is. He's, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's really good. He was a finalist. He was a finalist in the Champions League uh, last time was, uh, with PSG. And uh, so, obviously, he's got that Champions League experience and he knows how to play against a big team. So, I think we'll do well um, against Atletico. Hopefully. Yeah, first of all, I was... Uh, I thought... And what what are the Chelsea management even doing? Like give Lampard a few more, as like a season or something. Because you can see with Arteta, I think is Arsenal, right? I think that's Arteta. He yeah. he's been given a lot of time. Arsenal's been playing like really bad recently. Well, not recently, but a few right. um months back. And but when we we did get our new manager, yeah, he looks strong. And um, I just hope we beat Atletico Madrid. Uh, we've got a strong team. We've got a strong bench as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping um, we do get through. We do get through. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, like you've been sorry, caught well huh? in the Premier League as well. We've caught well. We've caught well in the Premier League as well. Like we've won four for our last five yeah, games. Yeah, Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Kepa's getting back into his like boots oh, now. Yeah. He's, he's, he's getting better. Um, but I I do think uh, with Messi, I think it could be his last ever Champions League for Barcelona. I think he wants to leave because the team's not not as good as it used to be, and I think he um, Messi could do with a lot better. Um, yeah, going to possibly me- um, going well, well, he'd be going to possibly. Um, well, I would like him to come to Chelsea, but uh, well, we've, got a, we've got a good team. So it's, it's not out of the books, but he could go to Man City. But I'm possibly leaning towards PSG. Yeah, I think PSG. Yeah, it's a I strong team. Honestly, um, you know, like last, last year when there was speculation about Messi possibly leaving Barcelona, and he was hoping to leave Barcelona, but then since he... The only way he could have left Barcelona is by going court against uh, by going to court against Barcelona. And but then he said he would never go against he never go he never go against the club which he has played for years. And uh, that that obviously Messi has still has an attachment to Barcelona. But if this time he doesn't have to go to court or anything, I think he would leave Barcelona as soon as he can. Honestly, I mean 
I want to see a unification between Ronaldo and Messi at Juventus. Imagine that. <laughs> that would be amazing. I want Honestly, to see that, but like, yet again, I want to see them play apart. <laughs> like, battle it out. Uh, um, yeah. Sort of rivalry, yeah. Like, the good rivalry between them two. Yeah, playing together, they'd be undefeated, the team. Um, <laughs> yeah. They'll break records every, every season. Yeah, yeah, they're top of the game. But I, I hope he comes to Chelsea, but I, I don't think he'll come to the Premier League. I don't know. Um, I just don't see him in the Premier League team uh, and like what, what Premier League team do you think realistically would he come to if he had a choice I I, I, I literally think it would only be Man City only be Man City I don't think Man City yeah because team. they are strong yeah strong and Pep yeah. Guardiola professional manager yeah exactly exactly yeah um, so um, let, let you know, with the back to the pandemic, um, you, when all of this is over, what's the, f- yep. in the summer, for example, what's the first thing you want to do? Like, pretend this is all back to normal. What's the first thing you want to do? Honestly, I want to go on a road trip with my friends. I just want to do yeah. that. I have my license as soon as possible, just because the pandemic has been delayed. I've had yeah, my, so, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. To quickly talk about your um, driving t- um, test. How, how is what's happening with that so, with COVID? So because um, of this pandemic, my driving test has been scheduled several times. I was I was due to take it back in November 2020. November, then, hey, no, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. November, and then it got delayed to January, and then it got delayed to now from January to February, and then from February all the way to June, which is the summer, and that is honestly nearly so a whole year. Yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Um, because, because since London has a high infection rate, even if we were out of pandemic, London would be in, you know, tier three, right? Tier three, tier four. And yeah. under this, you can't, you literally can't take the driving test, which is annoying, which is annoying. You can't even take That's lessons. weird. If you think about it, it's only two of you in a car, right? So if you get tested, exactly. it should be fine. Exactly. You're only two of you in a car, but you, you can't do that. And somehow you can go to an area with a thirty people in a classroom. That yeah, is that, that is yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's quite yeah, it's quite of a dilemma. Like one thing you can do, and another thing which seems like you you could do, but they don't allow you to do. Um, yeah, imagine just driving from November and, and just yeah, it would have been so awesome. But because of this pandemic, it's, everything's been pushed back, and there's possibly a huge waiting list. If I want to get my driving test or um, do my theory test, it's going to take so long. I feel like, like there's going to be a backlog of people because of the pandemic. It's going to be wow. horrible. I mean, the queue the right now is very, very long. It could take months for you to get um, a test. Or a, um, a I don't think I'll get it before university, sadly. Don't hopefully know. we do. Mm, yeah, hopefully, man. Like if you if you just started driving, would you take your car to um, university or would you just take public transport? Um, I'll I'll probably take public transport if um because I don't mm, want to be easier. I could, I could save money on um on fuel and uh and just like you know I mean when I start driving it'll probably be my like my first time I don't want to you know if I'm going uh, ready I don't want to take my car out of London every day you know like. 
just in case. Uh, mm. I just just so that I feel fresh. I don't wanna. I just wanna go around the city, uh, get used to the city, and if I'm confident, then maybe start getting to do it. But probably in um, the first few months, I'll be using public transport. Yeah, just imagine. Yeah, like a tour around the city in your car, just going to the good destinations. Um, going to like go to a good restaurant or something. That's what I want to do. If this all goes back yeah. to normal, I want to go to like a good restaurant, get good food. Um, because a lot of restaurants have closed down. Uh, a few it was a few months back. Um, we went to Gourmet Burger Kitchen, right? Yeah. That's the place we went to closed down. Uh, because of the pandemic, so a lot of places are closing down, um, and it's, it's 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 horrible because people are losing their jobs. And now, as you know, and as I know, it is so hard to find a job. It is so hard because even if you had a little bit of experience, like I did with Primark and um, RentCS and all that lot, I still can't get a job. I can't get a single job. Um, I mean, so it's a struggle. It's a struggle, man. It's so sad because, um, like, we've hit the age where we can work, and you can work part time, part time, or full time. But it's just that we can't find jobs now, just because of this pandemic. And uh, even the many schools, are, if even the some schools are open, they they can't be hiring just because of those uh, safety circumstances all that we're in right now. And uh, it's just it's just it's just a bit annoying because. Like, you want to start saving up for uni, you want to start saving up for a car, you want to start saving up, like, for something you'd need in the future, but then this pandemic is exactly. just stopping you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hope if I go to university, I will get a job at university, like, on the weekend. So it will help me, like, if I take a loan out, we pay that loan. But currently, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I should have stayed at Primark. They offered me... So if I wanted to stay, but I said, I, you know what, uh, all this work I have to do for A-levels and everything like that, I, I, don't, I don't think I will stay. And then I realised A-levels are cancelled and I could have stayed on that job. Oh, uh, that's one yeah. mistake. I, that's one mistake I did because they paid well, Primark. They paid well and I was getting good money, but I just quit. Um, so it's not a good idea. But I like um if you stayed at Primark you'd be working at this moment right now. Well um possibly not because um you know lockdown and everything. I don't think Primark is open. It possibly is but I'm not sure if it's essential. Um but I would have been working during Christmas before or just before Christmas. Um so I would have been earning good money, yeah. And I'm I would be saving money because I'm not buying anything. I'm not going out to the shops. I've saved quite a bit of money um, instead of going out to, for example, McDonald's once a week or uh, yeah. going on public transport because my train ticket is expensive, um, even with a savers card. And the amount of money I've saved from that is ridiculous. So that's one good thing about COVID and pandemic and staying in online yeah. lessons because I don't have to take a train. I can wake up just... Like half an hour before my lesson instead of waking up an hour before and then catching a train. So that that's one good thing. That's one good thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I also I also um want to go and see James Bond, that new film. It's been delayed for how many months now? Um nearly a year, I think. Yeah, exactly. It was meant to be released somewhere 
on the summer last year, right? Somewhere around uh, May, June or something. And yeah. Uh, it was, that movie is so awaited as well. Like, everyone's hyped to see that movie, but uh, now it's yeah, just not It's been, it's keep being bloody delayed. Um, I've been wanting to watch it. And now I'm just slowly like, like I just I'm not interested anymore. But <laughs> James Bond, it, it's at, apparently it is the film that is causing cinemas to die. Um, that's where I heard somewhere because you, James, that the film would have brought in so much revenue for the cinemas, but now there is no revenue anymore. And you know, Cineworld have closed down. Um, yeah. View could soon close down, and if View closed down, we would have to travel miles to go to a cinema. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a big impact, like this pandemic on businesses and yeah. and especially cinemas. Just I miss those times, man. Going into a cinema, taking your popcorn or whatever, and just watching a film <laughs> instead of your I, laptop screen. You know, surround sound. No yeah. worries, like every worry of your life just gone. I'm just chilling in front of a big screen in front of you, watching a movie. Friends yeah, because we the like, last the last film we watched was well, what was. The called again and um, by Christopher Tenet. Nolan. Tenet. Yes, Tenet. That's good. It was confusing, but it was um, it was good. It was good. Um, even yeah. though half the like, time we just didn't know what's happening. It was probably not. It was probably not like a rewatchable film. But it was yeah. a one a one time watch film. That. Yeah, not one of his best um films as we know. Yeah. Yeah, Interstellar. Come on now, like you can't, you can't not say Interstellar. Like the the soundtrack by Hank Zimmer. It's no question. So the, the acting, oh my, oh just, just a world class film. It's a, it's a film that everyone should watch at least once in their life. Such a good film. But I've never actually watched it in a cinema. That's that I want to watch it in a cinema. Um, Imagine I mean, that music. Around surround man, imagine like you have like sounds of the spaceship talking, and you have uh sounds of like them trying to say how oh, the visuals and everything would be amazing. The visuals, yeah, probably just watch any movie in the cinema and pay like, a good amount. I'll pay for it, you know, like honestly, out of any movie, just, just for the sound effect, just for the visual, just for the story itself. It's just an overall great film, great film. They need to. To save cinemas, they need to play Interstellar at IMAX, I think. I would pay yeah, I'd, to go. Yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay as well. Although, the thing is, like, um, you got these uh, cinemas, they charge a lot. Like, especially, like, they would want you to have many people as well come in one time and then chip. Like, if you could have lots of your friends come in and then all they contribute to, um, contribute, everyone contributes to watching a film in the cinema of their choice. Then it would be fine. It would be cheaper for everyone. But then, uh, some like I've heard that the cinema wants around forty people to come in and watch the cinema with you. Or, uh, go watch the movie. As if with you. I have forty friends. Exactly. Exactly. No one Just bring strangers friends. from the street. Say, do you want to come <laughs> and watch this? <laughs> um. Well, I apparently hi. I'm as I'm doing film studies. Apparently, guess how many IMAX um cinemas there are in the UK. Um, 25? Six. Around that, I believe. Six. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I believe it was China. They have over a hundred or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Sick. That's that's crazy because I thought we would, we were a massive like cinema, like film enthusiasts. And then six IMAXs. Yeah. Probably most of them are in London anyway, right? Like yeah, well, one in Waterloo, I believe. Um, yeah. One yeah in, only uh, in the major cities. Yeah, yeah. Like Manchester, possibly, and all that a lot. Yeah, just... Yeah, one thing I want is... Um, yeah, cinemas, because that, that's, that's, that's... Watching films on a big screen instead of watching it on Netflix is just... Uh, it's a blessing, because Netflix now... I've, I've become kind of bored... Because there's yeah. no real good uh, films, in my movie. opinion, to watch. Uh, yeah, the movie selection is very poor in Netflix, in my opinion. They could be much better. They could be much better. In my, like, it's not worth the five. It's not worth the money you're paying. Honestly, it's not worth the yeah, money. The you're amount paying. of times I've cancelled my payment for months and repaid for a month and then cancelled it is, it's crazy because sometimes I just yeah I feel like I'm wasting my money. Um, I still yeah. need to watch a few TV series, you know, just society, as you've told me, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think um, Stranger Things, you know, um, uh, what else? Stranger Things we've got, I think, I think Sex Education, third series, or I think it's, oh, I can't remember, I think it's first series. Um, what else? End of the Fucking World, that's a good series. Have you watched End of the Fucking yeah. World? Oh, yeah, I've watched um, the... Uh, First two seasons. I've heard that there was a season three as well, but I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched season three? Oh, I honestly I can't remember. I've 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 been watched it, and I I think I have watched season three. Yeah, but I only watched it because so many people kept saying, "You know who you look like, James from the End of the Fucking World," and I was just like, "I have to watch it because everyone's saying I look like him." Um. He does. Do you think uh, he look, looks like me? Be honest. Be honest. No, no. I, I don't think he looks like you at all. Nowhere close. I don't know how people perceive you as him, but I don't think he looks like you. Yeah. Do I think I'm a murderer? Do I think I'm a killer? I just. I don't, I don't know. Like mental. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Um, but yeah. Uh, with with this pandemic, do you do you think? Um, football will ever go back to normal? Do you think we'll have stadiums packed full of people? Would you think people are, will be too scared to go back to um for watching football um, or going to a concert? Because um, I, I just really want to go to a concert, to be honest with you. Um, like Reading, oh, I want to go to like a festival, Reading Festival. Um, but what do you think? What do you think? I think, uh, okay, regarding football, probably by the end of the year, we'll probably see stadium, stadiums back to normal maybe space style seating but i think we'll see kind of back in stadiums um concerts yeah yeah i want to see uh, i've never been to a concert to be honest but i want to attend once this is all over and uh, yeah we need to go to i want to go to a concert an experience and like the atmosphere that concerts usually generate and uh, it's like a once in a lifetime experience as well like uh your favorite singer or band performing in front of you and then you've got loads of people cheering including yourself and yeah, I mean, I just want to experience that feeling. I've never been, but hopefully one day. 
Yeah, like apparently Glastonbury was cancelled twice now. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and I believe um, um, what's it called? The Notting Hill, Notting Notting the Notting Hill, Hill Festival. Yeah, carnival. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, been cancelled. Yeah, carnival. I, I believe Coachella got cancelled again as well, right? Uh, possibly. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, possibly, yeah. Um, so I, you know, I also want World Cup, you know, I want football like Euros. Euros is this year, am I right? Yeah, yeah well, it was yeah. meant to be last year, I'm it's like, been moved to this year. Do you think it will happen still? Honestly, uh, I think I think it will happen, I think it will happen. Um, but behind closed doors, no fans, and uh, mm. Olympics was due to happen last year as well, they extended it to this year, but. There's still some doubts that it might not happen, but as soon as Japan are hosting it, they, they are confident that it will happen. And I want to see the Olympics as well, man. Summer Olympics, mm. nothing beats the Summer Olympics. It's so insane as well. Yeah, the atmosphere and everything, man. Uh, yeah, everyone coming so together. You have so many sports and activities to, to watch. And like you have all countries compete against each other to show which one's the best country in sports. And that's just an amazing experience, to be honest. Watching which country performs the best, watching athletes from certain countries get gold medals, silver, bronze, yeah. etc., etc. Yeah, it would it would be something interesting to look forward to, especially for the last like twenty twenty and all the bad things and the sad things that have happened um, with the wildfires and Kobe Bryant's death and no real entertainment what, happening. What, you what know. What do you think was the worst moment of 2020? It doesn't have to be personal, but in general for the world, what do you think was the worst moment? Mm, wait, nothing happened to me or any of my family or anything like that, which is I'm thankful for. But, you know, uh, um, I'm just, I, I don't know. Um, you can say, for example, the millions of people dying because of COVID, but also yeah. um, like the wildfires, Thousands of homes um, just demolished, you know, right. because of climate change. And a billion animals died, I believe, which is just... Yeah, so, the so koala so animals, crazy. isn't it? Um, koala bears. Uh, that but was crazy. One, one, that was horrible. One billion is just an unthinkable number of um, inhabitants to die, like, honestly. That is just, that's a thing to hear. But personally, for me, I feel that, like, obviously, the death... Um, is very sad as well and that's happening every day but if you're taking out a single event which is probably the worst day of 2020 which is sad is is, is um the killing of george floyd on may 25th and i still can't oh. believe that recent oh uh, yeah world. nice yeah i mean i yeah. think you know that event is just highlighted that the still some people out there that can think that oh we don't have to live under the circumstances of having to deal, having to live with among people from a different race of different ethnicity, which is just sad, man. It's just sad. Cause, um, but at the same time, that event showed that the world has come together and they show that even though there are some racist people living in this world, majority of, of the population is uh, unified. They, they like living to, uh, with each other. They, don't, they are not racist. They are um, they're multicultural. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, in some way, the police are corrupt in America. Um, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of, yeah, a lot of officers are. Um, for example, with the um, uh, the Capitol Hill riot, 
with police officers allowing the protesters in because they were Trump supporters. You've had you had supporters who were all dressed in army gear. Yeah, and isn't Capitol Hill meant to be the most um, heavily uh, guarded area in the country? <laughs> and somehow they letting uh, those protesters in, which is just weird to me. Which is just weird to me. Like black uh, for sorry, uh, the Black Lives Matter protest, they're having police line up and then stop the protest. But yet exactly. somehow they can't get protesters. Uh, sorry, those, that mob, that mobber to get through the um, hill hill gates. Exactly. I, I just don't get it. Um, you've got peaceful protests with the Black Lives Matter and you've got people like Trump supporters that they're just allowed in and the police are scared. They had to run away. I saw a video of one police officer in the building having to run for his life. You know? Yeah, run off. Yeah. Do, you, do you think um, America will be a better place in under Biden's presidency? Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, with Biden's presidency, he will... He will bring some actual, like, he will bring himself, he will, he will bring responsibility. Trump seemed like he was just doing this for fun, like it was his game, in I, a way, for fame. I thought that Trump was never uh, living up to his mistake. He was never responsible, and he never admitted that he made this mistake. He would just point out something else, try to sing something. But for Biden, I think, I think America will be more unified and more, I mean, obviously there's still Trump supporters out there it's somehow, like, without any evidence came that the election, that the election was rigged and yeah. everything was just to me. But I think under Biden, then America will be a better place. Like, I've heard on the news the other day, someone was asking mm, the president about uh, Trump, and then uh, Biden said that for four years, um, all, that, all, that, all that has been on the news was Trump, but now, the next four years, all I want uh, for the news is the American people. And then that just shows hope, that just shows um, how responsible mm. he is, that he wants, he wants his people affairs, he wants to put his people first before himself. And um, that just shows that possibly uh, um, America's under better leadership. Yeah, I, I watched that speech, um, his, his first speech, and it was inspirational. Even though I'm not American, I felt like he will do something, he will change the world for the better. I still think yeah. it would take years for america to actually rebuild itself and be um back to its originally like strong and like a country to look up to but now it's not really a country to look up to anymore it's a country that you've seen with under trump it's diminished it's 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 been it's been made fun of because of what's all what's been happening you know i got a question for you um do you think trump will return in was it 2024 right yeah do you think he'll yeah. return as president in the next four years uh i don't think i don't think he will um if biden's leadership goes the way he wants to go the way the american people want then uh, i don't think we have uh, we see a chance of trump um be taken the office but you know since um the other day where trump was found um not guilty for inciting the riots. I think that's just completely uh, wrong. I think he was responsible. He said speeches, which um, obviously led up to the riots, and uh, he said speeches uh, so bad that Twitter themselves had to suspend, had temporarily suspend his account, then permanently suspend his account as well, which just shows, it just shows that whatever he said was just wrong and it was inciting the riots, and I think he should have been found guilty in court. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, if he had found Lutic, that would have, and that would have barred him from running again. Uh, sorry, running a sprint ever again. But now, because of him not being found guilty, now he has a chance to run again. What do you think happened? Do you think he takes um he he's, uh, he takes office again in twenty twenty four? You know what? I think he he might. I think he will if he if he still has his supporters by then. It's because he has got some avid Trump. There are some avid Trump supporters, and they will do anything for him, like anything. And I think if he still has the following, which he most likely will. I think he will return. I don't. I don't think he will win, because people have just lost faith in him, and he's now just really he's in the dust. No one's really paying attention to him anymore. So I, I, I do yeah. think he will return for another chance, um, probably with another woman, because I don't think Melania Trump likes him really. Um, I've seen videos of her. Um, Shaking away his hand, his his I hand, like yeah. slapping it. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen like uh, coming down um, the Air Force One or the helicopter, like just pushing a um, Trump hat away from her. <laughs> yeah, kind of on the road, like seeing that in public as well. Yeah, uh, so I yeah, I just I just don't think um, I don't, I if he will turn, I don't think he will win. Um, his his what he's what he proposes is stupid. I don't think he's. He he thinks that much of what he's doing. Um, I think Biden will build it stronger, and I think he might run for an extra four years, seeing how these four, first four years will plan out. Um, yeah, yeah. But have you heard about um, recently? It was yesterday. Prince Philip going into hospital. Yeah, I mean, uh, I believe ninety nine. Uh, I believe ninety nine right now. Um, yeah, uh, I, hope, I, hope, I hope that obviously he makes out well, he's, he, he's, he's safe, he's well, because um, first of all, he's turning 100 in June, and then that would be a great, great milestone for him to reach. And yeah. um, um, his, uh, the reason that he's been taken to hospital is not, it's not COVID related, which is kind of good to hear because at that age, COVID related, COVID -related um, illness or some. Symptoms is very very bad for your health, and obviously you have a huge chance of death possibly. But um, since his um, condition is not COVID related, that's kind of good to hear. And I heard that I read in an update yesterday that he's he's in good spirits in hospital and he's going to stay there for a few days for observation and rest, which is kind of good to hear. What do you think? I feel like he never he will never die. I feel like he's immortal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the one the is just. Longest living monarchy in history as well. Like yeah, that's, that's yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think I hope he lives until he's a hundred. Um, but Look, if he does, well, like, not, say pardon. Yeah, I was gonna say like not just the longest monarchy, uh, longest living monarchy in England, but around any country that's ever had a monarchy as well, and that's just phenomenal. Well, when I, if if he does die, um, it'll be there'll be it'll be a big day, um, yeah. And once the queen dies, which I don't know when that will be, but did you hear about how um, Australia, I think New Zealand, Canada, um, they will actually try and come out of the um under the queen's reign, um. Yeah, I yeah. heard that. Uh there's Commonwealth countries like as you said, Canada, uh, 
um, New Zealand, yeah. Australia. I mean, they had to stay as the queen right now. But uh, when when our time passes, then I believe, yeah, I I heard that Australia don't want to be under the rule of the queen right now. And uh, mm. I think once queen passes, then they will uh, do their best to exit uh, from her uh, power. From her power. Yeah, they will change all their um, money and all that lot from the queen to someone else. Um, yeah, um, they want to be independent, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, the monarchy, yeah. Um, did, like you heard about um, Harry and Meghan with their new child and everything. Just so many kids yeah, I mean, in the royal family. Yeah, like, uh, it's like they, they can just reproduce the kids anytime they want to. And it's, it's, just, it's just amazing, like, uh, kids coming in every few years as well. Yeah, yeah, there's always another child. Hello? I said I believe it's their third child right now, right? And under like, they've only been married for two or three years and then they've already had the third child. Wait, is that the third child? Yeah, this is the third child. um, Third child? Oh, God, that... Yeah, man, they must be busy over lockdown, that's for sure. Um, And like, yeah, I just... If yeah, if he dies, it'll be it'll be a big day. Um, but also, um, was also sad. And recently, um, in twenty twenty one, was you know Sir Tom Moore. I think yes, yeah, Sir Tom Moore's death because of COVID. Yeah. It's so ironic. He's 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 fighting to save the NHS. He's raising money during COVID, for helping the NHS. But then he dies of COVID. You know. Yeah. It's, I mean- that's kind of a thing, and um, like he raised, I believe, thirty million pounds for the NHS, which is just an insane amount of money. Um, and like you know, an upsetting thing that I, I read was did you hear the other day where um, Sir Tom Moore's daughter told told like the media that uh, she hid um, vile comments, and she hid like um, negative comments from Tom Moore um, so that it wouldn't break his heart. I don't get why people like those still exist today. Like you have a person raising millions of pounds for the country for your benefit, and you'd be the one sending negative comments towards him. I mean, what's what's wrong with people these days? Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, like people just complaining, complaining, um, and I just I say relax. Just he's older. He's 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 helped the NHS so much. I want to. Yeah, Actually, I want to know where this money actually went to, um, first of all, because I know it's the NHS, but I wanted to know what they did with the money because it's a lot of money. Um, but yeah, it was just so sad, really. Like, he yeah. it, he reached 100, right? He, 100, right? Yeah, he or was it 100? 100? Yeah, and he died on his 100th, and he, he went through the war and everything, but he died because of COVID. You know, COVID's, COVID's the bigger killer than... Um, World Wars, isn't it? The COVID's bigger killer than the Holocaust. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, like I just I remember the first time I heard of COVID. I, I was just going through like the BBC news up my phone, and then it just talked about a little virus coming out in China, uh, just spread it around China. There, and I thought, okay, China, they'll probably just handle it. It's probably just going to be remain in the country. And then I hear about Italy gets there, and then my days, um, the way Italy's cases and deaths just rose was just phenomenal and then it entered the uk and then it, it started mm. off by a single figure like 
two two cases with Tunisia, and those six cases, and then twelve, and then it rose, 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 and then eventually March twenty third, I still remember the date very well. March twenty third, we entered lockdown, and schools closed. I thought we were going to return uh, in a couple of months, but then they ended up closing the whole coming year. Yeah, yeah. When this all started, I remember looking at like the laptop at college or something. Just seeing what the interactive map and seeing the COVID cases slowly rising, but I felt like this is not going to be big, is it? Like, yeah. I thought it would um, only be a small amount. I think if we did go to lockdown, it only be for a few months, as you said. We'll be, we'll definitely not have. I don't think we'll definitely. I don't think we'll have a second lockdown or a third lockdown, um, as we've had. And I didn't think there'll be a second wave, but there is. There was a second peak. Um, but I, I do think it's over. I do think it's over now. Um, well, it's it's going down. And I think it will it will go down, and I think we will get to the end of it. I hope anyway. Um, you think you think this will be the last lockdown we'll we'll be in? Yeah, I I I I I think yeah, I think this will be the last lockdown we'll be in. I just think if this is the last lockdown, we should do it well. We should maybe extend it slightly longer or just ease stuff really slowly because we just don't want another lockdown. We don't want more people getting in contact um, with each other. We just need as much vaccinations as possible, you know, and just to protect people because, yeah, not so many people, so many families have died and it is sad. Luckily, none of, no one I know have, has, has or died of COVID, thankfully. And what about you? Anyone? You know, you knew had COVID. Uh, not, not as in like um, any family, but um, like one of my dad's uh, best friends sadly passed away because of the virus. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just upsetting because you like you see that you think you read the figures and then you see okay, this person has COVID, this person is in this age group, and then you'd ex- you'd then you'd expect okay, if this is if he's in a young age group, you'd expect him to survive. But then you never know. You literally never know. Like there's always that zero point one percent chance of you dying, and that's happened. That's happened. You've seen eight years um, eight year olds die, and then you've seen teenagers die as well. And yeah, and yeah, it's so just like COVID is a silent killer. You never know if it could. You never know if you have it right now because obviously some people show uh, asymptomatic no symptoms. symptoms where, yeah, like anyone could have it any time. You you might have had it, and then you might have not known that you've had it, and mm. thought, okay, I've got COVID. I've never contracted COVID, but it's, and there's always that little possibility that you might have had it. You it's a hidden killer, you know, it's a hidden killer. Um, and like finally, like with, with that pandemic, did you hear about that one lad, possibly our age, who was in a coma for a year over the lockdown? I mean, over the pandemic since it's before it started and he contracted COVID twice. Yeah, twice. yeah, I've heard of, yeah, I mean, like he's being in a coma first of all, it's just, one of the worst things that can ever happen, and then um, you recovering, and then COVID coming back and hitting you again, and that's just that's just um, uh, upsetting to them, and you know, because you ha- you have to live under a fear again, like you think, okay, yeah, I contract twice, no way I can get it the third time, and then imagine, imagine, yeah, imagine, yeah. Oh, my days. Yeah, yeah, you just like we we yeah we're lucky like. Thankfully, you know where we live, the cases in London is the worst cases. It's being um, in the whole of the country. Yeah, so yeah. we have over 100 
per thousand, I mean, hundred thousand, I think, or something in that kind of way. But yeah, we've been lucky. We've been lucky. Um, luckily, we haven't caught COVID. Well, yeah, anyway, um, this, this was our like first, po- this was the first podcast and I, I think it went well. I think it went well. And like, uh, thank you, Sufjan, for joining. Thank you, Sufjan. Thank you for um, having me. Thank you. And, and yeah, uh, thank you people for listening. If there is anyone listening anyway. But yeah, all right. I'll see you lot and um, hope you join me for the next um, podcast. Thank you very much. See you.